What is up, everyone? I hope you guys had a fabulous week and weekend. Um, cause I definitely did. I am blessed and beyond grateful for the things I have and for you guys. And I'm just grateful that you guys are still listening to my podcast journey. You guys have been motivation for me and I love you all so deeply. It's been great. And I hope this new week, it will be a new week of goodness, brightness, many blessings and just love for you all and I just hope for that anyways I am so grateful um to be here with you guys um I know I just wanted to get on here and share a little story that I think is really important to not just myself but to all those around us Um, I know with the world right now, there's a lot of negativity going around, people talking trash, people trying to start things up, a lot of things are from people's past is coming out, haunting them, and just rumors and stuff like that, like, all the negativity is so balled up around the world that I just want to throw it out for a second, and I just want to hope you guys can just breathe and just hopefully enjoy this podcast, because I hope... I really do hope that these podcasts do make your day and that you find hope at the end. And that's the most important thing to me. Um, man, sorry. So I just want to talk about um, change, I guess. I want to talk about accepting yourself for who you are. Um, just like self-awareness and things like that because I... I just, I don't know, it's been on my mind throughout these weeks, and just, there's always a story behind something, and someone, and what they wear, or what they have tatted, or how they speak, how they think of things, how they go about their day, how they think of different subjects, you know, like, just how their mind is, and I think... There's always a story and a meaning behind everything that we do. And I think a lot of people wish and want to know and try to pry out of those around us that may not want to talk about the meaning, may not want to or feel comfortable at that time to talk to somebody about it. And I think for me, doing this podcast has really opened me up to so many possibilities and so many mindsets of other people and just like little things frustrate and little things can be a factor in someone's life um and I want to talk about meaning I want to talk about a story behind all of us and with me sharing my personal story with you guys it's it's like sacred to me I guess, like, praying is sacred to me, this sharing my experiences and my journey, my adoption story, my sexual abuse story, it's just everything with my anxieties and just coming on here and talking has made me just feel more free and less burdened because I have someone to talk to, and you may not listen to me, you may get annoyed with me and be like, Kate, this is boring, but it's just, 
this is a way that I can talk and I can just cope and just deal with things personally and I just want to thank you guys for supporting me but and for listening to my story and to and being a part of my journey um I think for me I love experiencing things with other people I love to know about their journey and I love to understand them on a deeper level and I just hope like if you see me in person or if you understand me on a different level that the meaning of my story and of me is respected in a way that when I see you in public I will respect you the same way and I think it all comes down to that is meaning and the story behind it you know um so I just want to talk about something that I actually recently did this fall this week on Tuesday um I got a tribal tattoo it's my second tribal tattoo and it's a piece a band around my arm my right arm and if you guys don't know me that well um I have six tattoos and I have a little tradition some people wouldn't know this only my really close friends do know this but I have a tradition tradition um and it started in college because I got my first tattoo in college around my birthday and I've been getting tattoos every year for my birthday so I've been six years since I've started and I've gotten six tattoos and um every tattoo I've designed and have a meaning behind each one of them a deeper meaning that explains my story so if someone ever asked me about it I would tell them oh this is what my tattoo means instead of those people that just assume and just walk away you know so the tattoos that I that I design or a lot of friends have designed for me, especially my tribal tattoos, they have designed it for me personally. And it tells a story that they see within me. And um, this tribal tattoo that I just caught recently has... Sorry. Um, has a really big meaning behind it. Um, and my friend that created it is a really dear close friend to me. She, she was, she was there in my college years and she was actually the friend that whenever I wanted to take my life, she was always the one that called and texted me and was like, Hey, what's up? Like, it was just thinking about you. I hope you're okay. Let me know or I'm going to come over. She was always the friend that would always make me think about, hey, T, like, this is not what you need. Especially when I had pills all over the floor and ready to just go. And she saved me multiple times. And um, she saw me grow. And she supported me from day one. And we (laughs) weren't as close as I thought we would be. But she, to this day, me and her keep in touch as much as we can but she is one of my main my main ass friends right there she is my ride and die I'd do anything for her and I think the same she would do anything for me so I love stone stone you're the best I love you um but 
I have always really struggled with finding who I am. Um, being adopted has been a blessing in my life, but it's also been really tough on me. Um, because I was raised differently. I was born in Western Samoa. I am 100% Samoan from my DNA. Um, it's funny because, like, my parents were like, you're wasting your money on your DNA test. And I even said that, but we all wanted to have fun because my brother and my sister-in-law got their DNA test. I was like, bro, I'm going to do it. Like, let's do it. Even though I knew that I didn't have to do it. It was a birthright. I knew what I was. And, but the funny part is that in college, I've always been really proud of who I am. I've always been really proud of what I look like. I know I was different growing up. Um, when I lived in Utah, when I was growing up, I lived there since I was 12. And even in Vegas, I was different. Um, I loved telling my adoption story. I loved teaching people about my culture and about who I am. And guarantee I didn't know that much about my culture, but I researched. I made sure I knew things. I made sure I'd ask my parents of what they would do. I'd make sure things were pronounced right if I was saying things. And, like, I've always been very respectful for the Samoan culture. And ever since I was little, all around me, all, even my parents were always like, you just always had it in you. Your Samoan culture was just always strong in you. And it was my heritage, you know. And I've met some Samoans that have been adopted into the white into the white Palangi families same as me and we're way different um, I have a lot of aspects of Samoan in me um, even my mom said when I was little my temper was very Samoan <laughs> um, I just had that had that spirit in me and I always knew it too while growing up I just knew that I was different and I was proud of it and I could feel that I was just not I always felt loved and I always felt blessed to be a part of the family I, I hands down love the Barnes family and I will never ever change anything but I always knew that I was 100% Samoan and no one could take that from me. I always loved my culture. I always felt my ancestors around me. I always felt like I had a purpose. Um, and I was so proud. I'm, I still am so proud. I, I wear the flag and I am Samoan proudly. And so getting this tribal tattoo, the meaning behind it for my friend just touched me so hard because I'm not gonna lie to you guys like I really did struggle and especially when I got into college is where I was I dreamed about BYU Hawaii <laughs> I dreamed about it since I was little I wanted to go there so bad my parents were like this is what they do culture night and all I cared about was my culture, meeting people that may know my family, that may understand it, and stuff like that. And it was just like, I was so excited. I was so excited to be going to BYU Hawaii. I was so excited to 
to experience that. And so when I was a senior, I put in my application, I got denied. I'm going to be straight up with you guys. I did not get accepted into BYU Hawaii. I actually got denied, but I was asked to do a tryout, walk-on tryout to play soccer there. And I was shattered. I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? And they replied back to me and said, your test scores on your ACT, SAT were not high enough to be accepted. Like everything else, you are amazing. And not even like my adoption story for my essay didn't even get it. And I was devastated. I think I was just like, oh my gosh, like I just got rejected from... BYU-Hawaii, even though I worked so, I worked so hard to get my GPA up, to keep my GPA up throughout all the sports that I did, I could have gone to any other school, honestly, I had full-ride scholarships in soccer as a goalkeeper, but I, I just knew, I knew I needed to be at BYU-Hawaii, I knew that was the university for me, I didn't ever, ever doubt that. It was one of my top three dreams. It was my number three dream. Dream. My number one dream is to meet my birth family. And my second dream is to go on a mission. And if I don't go to college. um, But my third dream in life was to attend BYU-Hawaii. And I was shattered. I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, mom, I didn't get in. And so... The dean called us, and I talked to them over the phone. They're like, you know what? We're really impressed with you. So we decided that you need to write an essay of explaining why you, what you will do the time that you'll be here for four years to keep your um, test scores up, to keep your GPA up and everything. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is this probably never happens to anyone. And I was, like, shocked. I was, like, oh, my gosh, okay. So I wrote the essay explaining everything, and I sent it off, waited a couple days, and then I got a phone call and said, hey, you are accepted. We'll see you go da 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 And I was just, like, what? It's so crazy. I can't believe it. And also on top of that, I sent my film, okay, everyone, I'm not going to lie, I suck at volleyball, okay? Let's put it, let's just put it out there. Volleyball was not my first sport. Volleyball was probably my last sport I ever, ever tried. I honestly didn't even want to try volleyball in high school. I started as a freshman in high school, and that's late in the game to play volleyball in the volleyball world. Trust me, I know. I've been around a ton of people with volleyball. I've made the best friends, real-life friends through volleyball, and let me tell you, I have learned and been humbled by volleyball throughout my life because that is not my domain sport. The people that I'm close with, that's their domain sport. I have never been good at volleyball. I completely was blessed to even make it on volleyball, the volleyball team. And that also was a miracle too, a blessing. I was asked to do a walk-on volleyball tryout when I got there and so like everything just worked out as it needed to go and I just I don't know I was just blessed to be able to go to the university to be able to be there and to just 
like be a part of a cultural thing to be one more step closer to my family in Hawaii to just be in be around people that look like me people that understand me people that I can talk to and open doors with and I was just so excited but I was also back then at that time I was the biggest jackass slash very guarded child (laughs) I was so guarded I had guards up I had walls up so bad I I was like the most rudest person like my friends always were always telling me like Talia smile Talia like come on like I was just that that one out of the group like the one that was just always like hard ass I was the hard ass and I think that really did play a big factor (laughs) on my college career as well but anyways I'm getting off the subject but yeah I was I got accepted into BYU Hawaii and I was so excited to just learn and when I first got there I um had some friends from Vegas Kuipo and uh Panama shoot they were there in Hawaii already and Lacey May Hara was there she played on the volleyball team and I was coming in so I knew her so I knew like three people there from high school from Vegas that I was really close with and it was easy trans transition they helped me out a lot and they were always there for me and I I'm so grateful for them um because it just felt like home as well as even though we were so far away but um I started to meet people from Samoa and I was like super excited um and stuff and um it was also an exciting time to meet people from Samoa that were come from the same village the problem was I didn't know my ancestry and I didn't know my line that well and I didn't know villages that well um I didn't do that much of research on that because I just didn't know and the communication with my family from Samoa was very like spotty a lot um through the letters because they didn't speak really good English so I just tried my best to get everything and figure it all out and it was just like um it was just hard it was hard but I I was so so excited to learn about my culture and I felt so like new eyes a newborn and something that I didn't know at all like I just knew the facts and the I didn't I wasn't even I didn't know what I was going doing you know so I met somebody in the cafeteria I was actually just eating in a calf one day and all of a sudden this girl she saw one comes up to me and she's like what's your name and I said oh my name is Talia and she's like no what's your what's your last name and I said Barnes <laughs> Talia Barnes and she's like she's like oh she's like no I mean your birth name and I was like oh I'm I'm a Sua and I always say like oh yeah I'm a Sua 
and everyone's like, oh yeah, I know this and this, this and this person, I'm like, okay, I only know my dad, my mom, and my siblings, and I'm just like, I don't know anyone that I'm related to, and I just kind of, um, just, it was just crazy, um, Um, it was just crazy, you know, to see it in a way. And she literally stopped and sat down. She's like, Talia. And I'm like, yeah, Talia. She, she literally almost had tears in her eyes. And I was like, why is this girl crying in front of me? Like, it was really weird. And I was like, okay. And she's like, Talia Sua. And I was like, yes. She's like, your brothers and sisters Kitiona, Sua, Ilawayu, Sua, um, Pelecia, Sua, and she started to name all of my siblings, and I was like, that's my family, um, and I was just like, what? I was like, that's my family, um, and I was just like, take it back, because I was like, you're naming all my siblings, and she's like, yeah, I am, and she's, I was like, what are you talking about, she's like, I found you, and I was like, what do you mean, she's like, you don't understand from, I grew up with your family back home in Samoa, and every day, until we grew up together, they always would talk about you, they always talked about their sister, their youngest sister, that was sent to America. She was a blessing. And how one day we'll be to unite again. Oh, sorry. And um And I was just like, wow. Oh my god. What the heck? I was not even in tears, I was just shook, <laughs> sitting in the cap, just staring at her, and she was in tears, and I was just, like, shocked, and I was like, I was like, I don't even know what to say, I'm not gonna lie, but I was just like, oh my gosh, Talia, like, <laughs> you found a connection to your family, and it was just the most <sighs> warm feeling I've ever felt in my life to find something called home to find something that is linked on my birth side to find people that knew my parents that knew my siblings and she even looked looked straight at me she's like she's like I knew you were a Sue when I first saw you walk through that cafeteria entrance and I was like how did you know that she's like because all the your siblings and your parents you all look just like your parents. There's not any doubt that none of us knew in the village that you were a Sua. We always knew who the Suas were. They looked exactly like each other. And I just, I was just, my mind was racing with so many questions, but also I was just like, oh my gosh, like, what the heck? And so, throughout BYU Hawaii, I met a total of a lot of Samoans from my village that grew up with my siblings and they would share stories about my siblings and how crazy they all were and how 
I was just so different, but yet so much like them. And they would just tell me, like, you look so much like your brothers. You even smile and laugh like your brothers. Like, they're just laughing. And they were just telling me, like, how much they remind me of my brother. And then, at that moment, I just, I think I just was so happy and humbled to have something, a part of me, be so prominent in my life. That God gave me the attributes and the attitude and the fierceness of a Samoan. And he made me be adopted by people that were so supportive of understanding my culture and always supporting me and being different and always telling me, Talia, be who you need to be. Always taking me to um, Polynesian fests and just wanting me to learn how to dance, wanting me to play volleyball, to be closer to feel like I'm home. And... That is always a special gift my parents gave me. And I think it's because of... I think it's because of... They were very, um... They wanted me to know who I was. They raised me... They raised me, but... They raised me right. And I know a lot of things happened between my parents and I, but... I know for a fact that I was supposed to be in the Barnes family for a reason. And I know my birth parents, Kitiona and my mom, um, my birth parents knew the minute they saw my parents that I was supposed to go with them. And that I, to this day, have always felt protected. Um and surrounded by my ancestors and I've been really blessed in my life a lot of things have happened darkness has happened but overall a lot of blessings and a lot of hope has happened and I just look back at a lot of things in my life when I was younger and I just realized like everything happens for a reason God is great and he knows where we need to go and he knows where our journeys and the lead us and if I never went to BYU Hawaii I would have never met and been able to have the relationships and friendships and connections around the world that I was able to have with so many friends and be able to learn more about my culture and about the importance of it and to gain a, res- a whole new respect level for it to understand where I stand in my culture and to be proud of who I am even though there is a lot of people that disagreed of me being Samoan because I couldn't speak the language even though I couldn't speak the language I was able to understand it and I was able to learn and grow from it and I think that getting my DNA test wasn't so much for myself but it was for people that always would question me and would be like oh you're Samoan and then speak in Samoan I'd be like I'm sorry I don't speak and then they'd give me that look of disappointment but they wouldn't give me that look of disappointment if they knew who my family was 
if they saw my birth certificate from Western Samoa, if they saw my saw my citizenship of the U.S., if they understood that what was my story, the meaning behind my story of all this, if you just look at me, you'll see a Samoan. And you may assume that I speak Samoan. You may assume that I'm from a Samoan family that was raised by one. I have attributes that are look like that I was raised by one. I have respect that is just like it. I go by my life and my culture. And that's rare for someone that's been adopted. That has had to find her way through her own culture and her own research. And through her support of her parents adopted parents um so yeah I lost my birth father when I was a junior in high school and I lost my birth mom when I was a freshman in college and I felt it like I know it's crazy to say but I felt when I got the phone call from my parents or for my brothers, my brother Kitiona, my brother, not Kitiona, sorry, that's my dad's name, but for my brother Fuatau, I felt the loss, and I felt sadness, I felt sadness, a mourning and sadness, and I didn't even meet these guys, but in me, I know I've met them spiritually, I've met them on a whole different other level. And they have always been close to my heart. I have always... I have always had the saying in my life for myself is that I represent two families and two names. And I better represent them real good, Talia. And it's true, I am a Sua and I am a Barnes. And I come from a line of very spiritual beings. Of very loyal to their Heavenly Father. And loyalty and respect to others in a love and respect to others as well and anyways the story behind my new tattoo was made and designed by my really good friend probably two years ago she and I were talking and she knows I love tattoos and she sent me a design and I was like oh my gosh that's an awesome design and I was like are you gonna get it she's like actually this design is for UT, and I was like, what? She's like, I made it based on everything that you've gone through and everything I've seen you go through. And I was just like, what? Like, I've never had anyone ever do anything so personal before. And um, in college, I only had a couple friends that I was really open to and that I was really like would tell things to and my struggles and my darkest desires and my hardships and um, having someone design and just have the thought to create a tattoo for you is just something that's really personal and hard comes from the heart I've always been really afraid to 
get a travel tattoo uh, one that shows a lot like especially in my arm like I always am wearing uh short sleeved shirts and stuff you know for work and stuff and I've always been kind of afraid to have a tribal tattoo because I feel like I was never worthy to have one but with the tribal tattoos I have and the meanings behind it and the ones that have designed it and the ones that I have picked to be the artist of it and you know some people may not like it some people may not understand it some people may think it's just cool and be like oh that's cool but it doesn't matter about who's looking at it it matters of the person and the story behind it the meaning that is so touching um man to this day i just i just am so shook that my friend even gave me even a thought of making and designing a tattoo for me and that just goes to show that real ass friends are there (laughs) like people are here to be in your life for a reason and so she sent me the tat and I was like bro that is so awesome thank you so much I totally appreciate it um this is something that I am never ever I'm never ever gonna do like take for granted I'm like thank you so much and it was just like it was a long process um and I could tell like she took a lot of a lot of personal time on it and the design that she made and the words she did behind it was just just so meaningful to me and I I don't know I just think I just think that tattoos are very important and for me tattoos represent something that's important in my life and without it I would just be I remember where I come from I remember those tragedies and those good memories that are with me all the time. Um, I remember that shit happens and it can be hard. And when life is hard, you just get up and you do again. You don't ask, you just do it. And there are people there that love you and are there to help you through it and don't be afraid of who you are and I think that's one thing that will always be a thing now for me when anyone sees my tat and I'll be proud of where it came from I'll be proud of who I am and it's not even that it's just it's just crazy to me that I am so someone and people tell me that all the time they're like you're so someone to like I would have never guessed you were you were adopted I would have never guessed and I'm just like yeah I guess like I do have my white self that comes out sometimes but I 
I have the pride and I am grateful for them. Anyways, this tat just meant so much to me because when I was, my artist was putting on me, she's like, so like, what's the story behind this? And I told her all about my adoption and I told her that, and she's, she asked me, she's like, she's like, so you didn't know anything about your culture? I was like, no, but in my heart, I've always known that I was Samoan. I've always known that I was somebody, I was important, that my culture was always to be proud of, for, to be proud about, to never be, ever take it for granted. And she was like, you know, it's like, this tattoo is beautiful and I hope I do the best I can, but the meaning behind it is more beautiful and I told her thank you she's like no I she's like there are a lot of people in my life that just get tattoos to get tattoos but she's like this this tattoo really is an eye-opening thing and she showed me a story about how she's three different cultures and that she always felt really close to one side of her cultures and I just told her like keep on doing stuff and she's trying to learn the language and be educated more about it and I think that's the most important thing is to educate yourself if you don't know something then educate yourself there are books there are messages there are articles on things that you can message yourself about and to just make yourself educated and this time of frame of 2020 I think a lot of people need to realize like educate yourself is most important educate yourself on everything that you know don't just go and do something that you don't know about make sure you're educated and for me to this day I still educate myself in my culture and my heritage and the things that I need to learn and I'll educate my future generation I'll educate my kids my children of the Samoan blood that runs through their veins and it's going to be the greatest thing when I get married to anyone that they'll have a 50% of Samoan in them that they will be half or maybe 100% but definitely 50% (laughs) because I definitely know I'm not going to marry probably a Samoan no offense anyone but probably won't but they'll have that blood running through them and I will be proud of that. And I will tell them to be proud of it. To always teach them to respect others the way they need to be respected. But to also teach them that culture is important and finding who they are is important. I mean, I'm a different type of Samoan. I don't know the culture that well, but I know respect cues. And I, um, I just know how to follow my heart and things that I want and if you go into my room you'll you'll see it it's all cultural decorated it has things from Samoa things that my parents have gotten things that my birth parents have sent me I actually have a huge sign a huge poster board bamboo sticks I have lights all over it and it says Samoa and it has a picture of the temple and I was given to me from girls camp one year I 
we did countries and my girls my ward is beautiful like I grew up in the best ward in Vegas when I moved down here they were like Talia we want we want to learn about your culture and so we were able to do a dance and perform it in front of everyone but we are they made me a flag because you have to have a flag for girls camp every year and I didn't know that they were going to do it it was a huge surprise and it was really humbling but sister presser was like we made a flag and I was able to take it home and now it is one of my biggest reminders of where I come from and it has the Samoan temple on it and it's the old one and it says in Samoan um and someone it says on the bottom that I will go in there someday and if you're LDS and you know the song I can see the temple um, song I think that's what it's called I don't know if that's the right one but that's what it says I'll go in there someday and the someone temple is really big to me because um, my birth father, Kitiona, served and worked in the Samoan temple most of his life. Um, my dad was a worker in there, and the Samoan temple has one of my favorite temples in my life, and it's probably one of them. If I could, I'd be sealed for all eternity in that temple, but you never know things happen but um my I've always felt really close to that temple and to be able to have it hanging in my room and to always be with me was a big blessing from just people that have loved me and have been supportive of me and I couldn't ask for more and I'm just so grateful for those people that have accepted me and actually have wanted to not just know me but want to know my culture and where I come from um I am proud of being someone but I'm also proud of being a Barnes um my parents taught me and raised me in farming um survival survival being a survival guide for the fittest um I snowboard there are some things that I don't normal Samoans don't do but who cares right we're all different and what we do we're all different in how we grow up but I'm just grateful to be able to have experiences like this um sorry somebody just texted me okay um but yeah so I got this tribal tattoo on Tuesday and I have fallen in love with it, and I actually usually just get black tattoos, but I decided to get the wording in red. And I don't know why red, but I just think red is reminds me a lot about um, it's just strong and bold, you know. And um, the meaning in the text is that my friend sent was said she said this she said the meaning behind it and behind this tattoo that I've given you 
and behind the words that I have placed inside the tattoo is to always remember God and your Sioux heritage. And that struck deep, you know. Sorry. Always remember God and your Sioux heritage. And, um, I will never forget my heritage and where I come from and my Sioux line. But I also will always remember God because of the things He's been, He placed upon my life. Even sometimes they're really hard. I was always came back to him and I think it's more important to understand it in that way um you know life is crazy um so I just think we just need to be proud of who we are I guess at the end of the day but to not also be afraid of showing your culture your heritage where your roots are from because nobody knows your story and when you share your story you make a difference um i've been able to share my story and i've been able to meet people that are Samoan and are adopted and have the same story as me or are adopted from Samoa and it's rare to find those and they were sent to America to a whole different family that's not even part of their family usually in Polynesian culture it's a Hanai family they go to their aunt or uncle that's related to them you hardly see them get adopted to a whole different family and I think it's just we all need to stick together and we all need to share our story and to be proud of our heritage to understand that everyone has a story behind them so don't assume or judge what they are just love who they are they may not understand your culture you may have the same culture as them and they not may not be raised by the same ethics as you were when you were little but give them the benefit of the doubt they're learning too so teach them educate them be a leader be a teacher be an educator so they can educate those around them as well it makes a difference it's definitely a butterfly effect and it's it's an amazing amazing experience and i think one thing in my life I've been proud of is my story. Um, there's always negative sides to the story, but I I want to focus on the positive sides and the hope of tomorrow and the faith of the blessings that we receive from our Heavenly Father, from our God or whoever we believe in, that we are blessed and that there is always a reason for everything. God created us for a reason. To share our own personal journeys. We all have different journeys, you guys. They're not the same. 
but we can educate those and make a difference and just love those around us. Open your mind to things that you may not be open to. So I challenge you guys this week, for those that listen to my podcast, I challenge you guys to look into your culture, look into where you come from, ask your parents about your ancestors, dig a little deeper, share that if you already know, share it with the world, share it with the people around you, make someone be known, be proud of who you are, and don't ever take back the things that you're given, I hope that love is surrounding you guys at this time, this world is crazy, and I pray for every single one of you, I hope that you will see the hope in your life, and the small things that God has created for us, I hope when you wake up tomorrow, Monday, that you'll have the best day at work, and that you'll see the sunrise, and be happy, and put a smile on someone else's face, please, 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 love one another, and spread, spread your wings, and find your story, find the meaning, what you want, to be behind who you are. Find your meaning in this world because it's worth it. Damn, it's worth it. I can tell you that. Anyways, please be safe out there, everyone. Um, Also, voting is coming up, so go vote. If you haven't voted, register for vote. It's important. Um, We have our freedoms and we need to use them. I love you all and thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I will see you guys later. Peace.